Hey, what's up, everyone? It's me, Jessica. <laughs> no, it's not Jessica. It's Brandon. I love the hot chick, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, it's just a funny TikTok video sound that I was like trying to make a video with, but I don't know TikTok. I just feel like I'll sit all day trying to perfect. A video and I'm trying to let go of that so anyways happy Gemini season the Sun is now in Gemini and it's the start of summer summer's coming can't you feel it collectively we haven't since summer 2016 right but this particular episode is about the like past few days and recording random segments because I discovered the segments aspect because I just dove right into making the first four podcast episodes and I was like what is segments so this episode is a little bit longer because I'm first gonna start talking about the just the basics of what astrology and numerology is to me and just to kind of give you an idea because it all ties into the topic of this episode and the experiences I've had the past few days. This episode also has to do with a podcast, one that you can watch on Spotify um, and movies and music and just my personal experiences with those while I was working like Ubering the past two days <laughs> and just the knowledge that and how my intuition is growing and how I'm correlating my life experience into the knowledge that I'm learning to build my truth put the pieces together to as I continue my life and if you currently are doing that on your own journey in your own way, amazing. If you kind of are struggling, maybe you can gain some insight from what I'm communicating to you um, and go from there. Because not everyone's truths are the same. And some stuff you will think is bullshit and some stuff you might be like, hey, that's true to me too, you know? And we're just trying to find that balance of both. So numerology, in a sense, number five in particular, which actually number five deals with the creative energy. And now my intuition back then brought me to these topics to like get knowledge, but I didn't feel the thing that I knew spirit was saying. This is, you know what I mean? Like the, the goosebumps, the cathartic cry, the feeling, like it's just the feels, you know what I mean? And it, it got str way stronger yesterday, like through just all these different events starting at like 630 in the morning. Like I was like, what is happening? Even like when I was down, like I got refocused without even choosing to be, it just like happened. So the number five deals with creative energy. It's associated with the planet Mars. Um, it also is May, the fifth month. 
in its episode five, right? So also it deals with, if you look at from the calendar, like seven days a week, Sunday's day one, Thursday's day five, I was born on a Thursday. I thought that was really cool. Um, now where in the natal chart, I guess a numerology chart would five be for me. So life path is probably the popular one that you might have heard of or it's i compare it kind of like to like the sun's not it doesn't mean the same thing but i guess it does kind of um it's like how we always knew our sun sign or horoscope first you know what i mean i'm a sun inside Sagittarius. i'm a life path number eight but that's like the popular one but then you also have a destiny number and a soul number for example my soul number is nine um and then I do have five in my chart though. So five for me is my expressive or expression and purpose number in astrology. Not astrology, numerology. Sorry. I'm you know, flippy flippy floppy with those. Um so this is like the teaching aspect, I guess, of the knowledge where I really love the experience aspect how the other ones were kind of like, I guess knowledge was tied into intuitively. Like this one's intuitive too, but this is kind of like the stuff that I love, but it's like that dry stuff when you first start like a class in college from the school's perspective where you're kind of like, eh, okay. Like, but I feel like I had to like touch upon it because I don't know where this podcast is going to lead. And like, especially with when I first started learning this stuff, like intuitively finding those beneficial podcasts that ghost each episode like for example to learning about astrology she actually doesn't do podcasts anymore i forget her name too she like stops i don't know like if it's a different change of pace because they are energetically taxing i guess because people put a lot of thought and planning into them which is great i just want to go kind of from an experience which they do tie in experiences too, but this is like kind of, I want to be raw about it. I want to be like, pretty soon they're going to be able, I'm going to be able to record like video podcasts too. So like I need to step into that. That's going to be more out of my comfort zone. Like, and it keeps building, right? So with that, it's like, I want to try to be on the basics with this before I tie it into what happened yesterday from an experience and perspective so with five the purpose number in my own natal chart right so what does that mean so for me five deals with how my soul expresses itself and it's funny because i said i was in my flow like two days ago like as i was doing the podcast i became aware of that and said it on there and i thought it was so amazing you know what i mean but it's new to me so like i got out of that flow and be you know but you the more aware you become of it the more you can help heal and change that to help you have a peace of mind right um the person purpose number also is what i sense is truth from within so what i'm what am i projecting out into the universe even on this podcast. So I used, I used to write before puberty and, you know, I was like pretty good writer, I guess. My mom always said I was a great writer from her perspective as a kid. 
I don't remember what I wrote. I'm trying to like find those. They're locked in the attic. I need to go up and see the art and stuff that I used to do. But stopped. Stopped reading. Stopped doing all the things I did before when puberty hit to get in those teenage years, which a lot of trauma came then <laughs> too for me. But I'm getting back into that childlike state, which I'm, it's always there. It's what keeps me going, the childlike wonder of being here on Earth. But, and that's how I said before, like channel, the channeler said, I definitely, this is my first time here, but I've been to other like parts of the universe. Obviously it's so vast. Like, I mean, we don't know, but like we have feelings towards that. I just like all my dreams and stuff kind of like, have the people from this life in them that's why i'm just like i don't know what dream world is like i can't really describe my beliefs on that because i just don't know at all anything i don't resonate with anything either which is some people do i don't know but it's crazy though with five okay so thursday right i was born thursday five, five okay so now let's so i'm gonna just move on to the a little synopsis of astrology if you will. Um, and as I learned it and the best way I explain it to some of my friends that are like interested. Um, so we have 12 months in a year, right? Your birth month. Um, that's equivalent to the 12 Zodiac signs, but however, the Zodiac signs kind of overlap. So my Zodiac sign is Sagittarius. I was born in December However, Sagittarius season runs like the end of November into all the way up until like the 21st, 22nd, depending on the year, because um, that changes as well. So in comparison to that, the normal astrological year begins with the first sign, which is Aries, and ends with the 12th sign, which is Pisces. So that would mean that the new astrological year would start like the end of march and end in the end of march you know it comes back so when you get a natal chart and you can you there's so many astrological resources like books charts um actually licensed astrologists this is just what i'm learning and what i truly feel I can communicate to whoever listens um, and how I learned it. And you'll find your intuition will lead you to the branch of astrology. And because there's Eastern, Western, Vedic is the Eastern one that's really popular. Um, my signs are different in that. However, I did research because I really like it. Um, but I resonate more with the Western astrology because um, technically I was born in the West. Like if you look at the world um, in the United States and I really like whole sign and it's good for, it doesn't overlap like with your planet placements in your birth chart in the houses. Um, like Placidus would, I know like some of the apps like Sanctuary, I think they use Placidus. On Kosar, I like that one a lot. Um, some people don't like that one. So like I said, anything that resonates with you is what you should decide on To, And if you're starting out with that, I would kind of like, for like your own validation, I would 
live your day like in normal and then like read at the end of the night like what it says that day now i just read whenever i feel like i feel like it because i'm i'm used to it and sometimes it's it's on point and sometimes it's not um but that's up to you and that's up to your intuition and as you build your gifts and connect to spirit you'll as you go on your journey of the human experience you'll understand what works for you but in a nutshell let's start with my birth chart so you get 12 houses everyone has 12 houses and all the 12 houses mean the same so first house of self is the same as mine as in yours the meaning of that first house but depending on when you were born and you need your birth time for the ascendant which starts your chart so in my first house of self or the mask that I wear, meaning how I come off to others that meet me. Um, it's also called the rising sign. And it's part of your big three, which you'll hear a lot, especially if you're just getting into astrology, because it is kind of trending right now. Um, I really like it a lot. It's very scientific too, and philosophical. And as I'm going through these experiences, especially in this episode of the past few, this week, it just becomes more and more part of my truth and I would like to share it. So my first house is Scorpio. So if you look at the normal, um, astrological year, starting with Aries, technically Scorpio is the eighth house. If you right or the eighth Zodiac sign. So in normal, like in a, in that, essence scorpio rules the eighth house which is of sex death other people's money and you can get a general synopsis especially online or in all the apps about which eat what each house represents in everyone's needle chart um but the first house is self um in the second house where my sun sign actually is sagittarius is finances like your finances all the way down to the 12th house meaning your unconscious your dreams like when you in the dream world and all all sorts of stuff but i'm not going to get into all what which what each house means but i wanted to talk about the first house of self in scorpio because we just had that um shadow moon lunar eclipse in scorpio and how it really affects my own self and self-image because this whole week was about my shadow side and coming to terms with that and all the signs that i've been giving getting by my intuition and spirit and how i'm connecting deeper um down this thing we called life right um it's kind of cool though to see how it all come into fruition now my second house is, so it goes, since my chart starts at Scorpio, the eighth house in the normal astrological year is Scorpio, but in mine, it's the first house, right? So the planets rule that sign. So Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, which is transformation. It means transformation, death, rebirth, almost like the phoenix um, rising from the ashes, not physical death, but 
you know, in a more figurative sense. But um, for me, I feel like Mars used to be the natural ruler, but now when Pluto was discovered in 1930, and some people don't even believe Pluto is a planet, so that's up to you. But for me, like, am I my intuition? It definitely is is my truth because when I was three in Disney, I had a, a book of autographs of Disney characters, and I remember my favorite character was Pluto. Isn't that weird? <laughs> and that was my favorite planet out of nowhere. However, I also feel that Mars and Pluto are helping me in steering my life path because I feel like your chart roller, whatever rules your first house, meaning whatever planet um, rules that sign in of your first house. So it all depends. So like if Jupiter is your... Um, say if Jupiter was in your first house as a planet placement, or even even if um, your ascendant or rising is Sagittarius, so Jupiter rules Sagittarius. So even though Jupiter doesn't rule the first house in a normal astrological year, it'll rule your house if your chart starts with, based on when you were born, Sagittarius in the first house. Um, I know at first I was like confused about it, but it, in readings that you do and stuff, and especially if you are interested in astrology, you'll come to understand what each sign means. Because the funny, the fun thing is, is I still like browse and learn more about my astrological chart. And I'll talk about that more towards the later half of this episode, but it's just, it's wild. It's so wild to me. But in my first house of self, though, I have Venus and Pluto planets. So when there's planets positioned in each house, and I described this to, to some girl on Twitter in this astro, astro group that I'm a part of, for me, like what I feel I learned that, w- that was true to me was when there's planets placed, like, for example, I have in my third house, since if you go down the line, it goes, there would be Capricorns in my third house of communications. Um, your third house is communications. I have a lot of planets placed there. So I have Mercury, Saturn, which Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn. So I feel like that's that's good. That's good. And I also have in my sixth house, Mars. or Aries is my sixth house, but Mars is, um, is the ruler of that. And Mars is, my Mars is actually in Aries. So, I mean, but there's also high vibrational and like shadow energy to each sign and planets. And it's just like, it just builds and builds like a rabbit hole. I understand. But, um, for those that love to learn a lot, like almost like remembering that you were like head of the class type person, like, it's great. It's especially the cult stuff. I love it so much. And um, anyways, astrology was the one modality that I got really deep into, but you kind of just want to browse each one just to like gain more knowledge. Cause I understand why at the beginning of this journey, you'll like come across people. It's almost like fate, right? That they're like mentors that know what you're going through and kind of like guide you and I always was told, don't learn too much, but we all learn at different rates. 
and we all want to learn. And as long as you have the drive to keep learning, you're living, you know? Um, and that's what I truly feel. But back to, so Capricorn's my third house. Capricorn's actually ruled by Saturn in astrology. And I have Neptune there and Uranus. <laughs> so that's like, and it's called technically a stellum, which I'm not going to get into deep astrology. I'm not licensed. So I just, I'm going with what I've learned and kind of just a touch on and how it applies to this um, whole experience I've had the past few days and what's going on with me in my life and how I've applied my knowledge to it and how it is connected to my intuition and see if it works for you or maybe you can learn something from it and apply it to your life or, you know, give me some feedback. You know, there is a way to message or send messages, I think, on... I record on the Anchor app, but it gets automatically uploaded because they're owned by Spotify. So there's an option that I put in the um, intro like where I write about what each episode's about, which I have fun with that too, because I love to write. Um, but I want to go about, like, I don't want to hide behind the words. I want to like be a voice for them and the face for them. So it's kind of like I'm growing into my self-expression. Um, and I also, later in the episode, I'm going to talk about the eighth house because that's the polar opposite of my sun sign since my sun sign is in the second house, right? There's 12 houses. Halfway through would be the eighth house, which is Gemini. And Gemini is Sagittarius's sister sign. So it's like the polar opposite. And there's a few Geminis that I've met in my life, not too many. Um, they help me along this path, but they I also just get them and they get me where a lot of people look at Geminis as like two-faced or... I, I, they get a bad rap and I don't know why. And we are in Gemini season and this is where it just gets really interesting, right? Um, and also going back to talking about the number five and numerology. So my fifth house is in your fifth house and everyone's birth chart is about pleasure, creativity, children. It's like that type of part of your psyche. And I have my moon sign in there and my natal north node of what throughout my life I'm transitioning into. And for me, it's like as soon as it, right before a little bit, probably like a year or two before my actual big awakening at the end of 2020, I feel like I was gearing up to change from that Virgo stuff I'm trying to let go of, which it's a whole process of balancing and letting go. Um, and it's different for every single person. Um, but for me and my journey and my logical mind and how I like compartmentalize like timelines and I just know random dates and uh, random memories that it, I'm like, why do I have this memory? <laughs> but that's like a skill that I came in, a gift that I came in with, with Virgo. So, but I'm trying to get more into my creative side, which I've always had it, but I'm like learning what's my particular uniqueness I can bring to the table. So with that North node and the moon in that fifth house, like giving me that extra energy since the 
that those planets are placed there, more the feminine energy. So feminine energy is the nurturing creative side. And my energy is according to like every, all the stuff that I like go with, I'm 80% feminine and 20% masculine, but I'm coming into my masculine energy side, um, for like that balance, you know, um, in energy, it's all about energy, the game of life. It's interesting how it's all tying together, but it's, you know, one breadcrumb at a time now. So I wanted to talk about the fifth house only because of how that moon placement. And we just talked about the, I just talked about the North node being in Taurus two weeks before the South node lunar eclipse that we just had. Right. So like I said before, all the 18, every 18 months, the nodes switch in real time. Like the North nodes in my fifth house and my, actual natal chart on the snapshot the moment i was born into this incarnation in this life um so i look at it as like if you can balance those nodes no matter where they fall in your chart for so right now the first house has my south uh, or has the south node right now is in my first house and the north is in my seventh you kind of look at the higher vibrations of wherever the North node is in your chart and you kind of can logically place together on what energy you can work on those 18 months and where it's going to affect you in your life. Like I said, it's a roadmap weather map. You can't really tell what's going to happen. And as I'm trying living in the present moment, I think that gives you anxiety if you keep, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like a, I'm learning how to balance that too. So, but it's kind of cool to like get a coming of events because, you know, we didn't get a rubric in this lifetime of what we should be doing, but I feel like you always are doing what you should be doing. And no matter what your belief system is, whether you're coming on as a, a religious listener or every, that all is worded differently, but it all ties in together no matter what belief system, like you have a purpose or you're here for, you know what I mean? And I like that as well. So that's just a little touch on astrology from the little, um, astro session and numerology session there. This is like how my day started. Okay. So it was, Friday morning, I couldn't sleep the night before, really. And the night before, I, like, recorded the last two podcast episodes and placed them and felt accomplished, you know, like, moving on, like, down the growing into my self-expression. Without even realizing that it's Gemini season, going into Gemini season, I got up at, like, out of bed, even though I couldn't really sleep at like 6.30ish and I started, I got a shower and I was like, well, my good friend Rach was texting in our group chat about Call Her Daddy uh, podcast with Alexandra Cooper and I was like, I heard about it years ago when she had a partner and I was just like, I wasn't into podcast then because everything comes at like the right time. It's like so weird, especially podcasting 
because I started listening to podcasts about, especially when I was gaining, starting my spiritual seeking journey, um, about the beginning of 2021 is probably when I started. And so I put on hers because she, I saw on Instagram, she was interviewing Stasi baby or Stas, and I really like her. Like she's like I don't know a celebrity that I like a lot. You know, um, I'm a Kardashian fan, so I'm one of those people, right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, I do like them. I, I don't know. I just like it. I like it. We all have our likes and dislikes. You know, the celebrities we like, so on and so forth. So her podcast is on Spotify and she has it so you can watch the video interview and it's like really laid back like doing their own thing they're like in sweats looking bomb like makeup done you know um and after like the middle of the day like when I was Ubering I was like oh my gosh I found out that it we're in Gemini season now and I was like wait a minute Stoss is Gemini. She's my sister. <laughs> and why was I... Why was the timing so perfect for that? You know what I mean? Now, perfection, I understand. But whoever created us, whatever you believe in, you know, that's higher than us. That's perfect for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? For that, you know. And it's just like I knew without knowing, right? We don't know anything, but... And she was, like, in a dream, like, twice over the past, like, two years. And I've never met her in my life. I just I commented on her, her pics on Instagram and stuff. But the when she was getting interviewed, I felt so, like, she was a mirror. Because I literally have some of the same vibes that she has. Like, I'm some kind of, like, the same way. So, and like I said, polar opposites in the... 12 houses of the zodiac so my son is opposite her son and now we're into gemini season and now that's my eighth house um and then she has like kind of her birth chart online and i was like looking throughout the day and her north and south node are mine but flip-flopped so she her north node when she was born is in virgo and mine and my north node is pisces so that's her south node and my south node's Virgo. So it's flip-flopped. And my aunt, actually, my mom's sister, older sister, has the same nodes as Stas or Stasi Baby. I can't say her name, her full name, because she says it so perfectly and like beautifully that I would butcher it crazily. So like um I just really like the interview. It was kind of just like real, raw, and honestly, Colorado's amazing now that she's interviewing people that are like my celeb crushes like that I love that I obsess over um but it gets better it gets it gets way better there's more so after that watching that episode of Call Her Daddy and showered I was like all right I'm getting tired so I went to my room I put on Amazon Prime video and the new Candyman is on there and I was like oh I I want to see that again because I saw it in theaters last year. Really good. So many messages in there about 
what's going on in America, what's going on in, in during my uh, spiritual seeking journey into myself. Jordan Peele's creativity, he's a visionary, amazing. I'm such a huge fan, and I love horror movies my whole life. So, um, And it's actually a really good, good horror movie. And I'm not going to really get into that movie, per se, in this episode, because I feel, feel like it's more fear-based of how collective fears keep us from our true essence and having that fear yourself it just builds on the collective consciousness um that's why we're all trying to release our fears and work on ourselves but then i'm sleep for like <laughs> till like one right i'm more of a night owl 1 p.m then i get up and i'm kind of like not in the greatest mood i'm just like kind of tired but like you know and i start ubering and um, I do my like first delivery and I drop it off and I'm driving and I'm listening to like chill slash EDM slash dance music, um, just random shuffle on Apple music and the song comes on, not by the original artist. It's like a, a different artist that remixed it. And it's that song, I got five on it. You know what I mean? And I literally just like <laughs> stopped my car. I almost went through a stop sign, right? Like in the neighborhood, no one was around. It was like completely safe. Pulled over, sat for a second because I had to think. I was like, what? Wait, what? And that's when my the neurons or the, I don't know, in my brain just started firing like fireworks. <laughs> So that song brought me right to another Jordan Peele movie called Us that came out in like 2019. And I was like, I just watched Candyman this morning. So I'm trying to make a correlation, right? This is how my mind works. Like f randomly fast too, like making correlations. And it's like, I'm not even like in control of that. It's just like weird. But... I was like, oh, no. So, like, throughout the day, I just was Ubering, working, but still pondering, like, investigating, too. Like, because I'm a truth seeker, basically, um, as in the Zodiac uh, with Sagittarius and, like, the Scorpio ascendant. But see how everything's, like, correlating? And that's why I branched upon the numerology of five because it's just crazy <laughs> i got five on it so i'm getting bored ubering i put on the next caller daddy episode you know so i watched the first one first with stas as being interviewed then i watched Candyman. I didn't finish Candyman because I fell asleep, but I've seen it before. Woke up, started working, heard that song. Mine's going crazy. Watch this Color Daddy episode with Christine from uh, Selling Sunset, which is a reality show that I love, actually. I watched um, 
I started the newest season, but I didn't finish it, and I'm actually going to finish it later. Um, because of watching that episode, I was like, nah. <laughs> and she lays out all the fucking tea on that show. Literally all the tea. She just lays it out about... Because the producer of that produced The Hills, and we all knew that was fake. But it's reality TV. It's a narrative that's... And that's what she was explaining, like, in the episode is she got really personal about her life and her truth. And that's why, like, that podcast is amazing, too. Like, just interviewing people and them being just their authentic self as we all are trying to be in this journey. So it's just cool to see that from another perspective, but... It's like when that show first started, I see she was my favorite character and most people were like, nah, she's like bitch, like blah, blah, blah. No, like I seen like who she truly was, like even though she was blunt, even though she was honest and stuff. And I knew like it was all scripted. Um, I mean, they were kind of like not, it's not scripted when they're like selling the properties, but it's just so wild. So now my mind's firing even more. And I had to like stop working for a second, like in Saturn parking lot and just literally read information. And I started getting into the topic of duality and polarity. Then it was starting making sense. Gemini, for me, as a Sagittarius sun's polarity. So as the day progressed, and that's when I wanted to actually start this podcast and do it that day, but something was telling me not to. And so I waited, you know, relaxed, let the, came down from that excitement a little bit because I have to like ride the waves first before I proceed. But she was like telling her story on that interview like she was like she left her house because her parents were like suffocating and protective and she lived she's from texas and she came from nothing she literally had sugar dads i had sugar dads um one phase of my life um i literally introduced that to iep i swear and then all those college girls like were interested and i have friends that like were wondering about it's just, I came here to experience everything I possibly can, and I know that in my own heart. So, I don't really care if someone, like, looks down upon me or something, because I do those types of things, like, and you shouldn't either. It's you. Like, that's what makes you unique, and that's your truth. And she was just really real and raw, and I love it, and I love that show, and just the two interviews I watched throughout the day, like crazy. Um, but she was talking about how the producer was very awful. And it got to me, got me to thinking is like, since everything's polarity, like duality in our own perceived minds, but like polarity, like the light, the dark was him creating and cutting the narrative when they were filming like they would change things and cut things and make it look different than what it actually was in reality 
because it's a story. Was that important in Christine's life in general? For her to teach her a lesson in knowing your worth. And she talks about that. Like, like she knows her worth. Like, when she would... Especially, like, her big lawyers. She knew, like, the contracts assigned to make the most money in that show. And she goes on and on about that. But it's just, like... Sometimes the the people that you see as the... The negative or the evil it's almost like i wonder if that it's all placed for us to learn that aren't like that to earn learn how to to stand our ground to know our worth like even the events of my life because if you think about it, it this is kind of like the halfway point of my life now i we don't know when we're going or you know we didn't know when we were coming can't remember but it's just very interesting to like ponder on that because I've thought of these things for a while. I just never could put it into why am I thinking them, you know? So Christine, amazing. She left her, leaves her house. Her family goes to Costco and she like bounces, packs her car up. Now she pulls up in a yellow Lambo, you know, very showing like, and she wrote a book about being a boss bitch and I think women need that empowerment too everyone does but you know the focus is on women are equal but it still goes on that they aren't and now with every everything's changing like this is the start of something new but I mean Rome wasn't built in a day but so all that all that in my experience throughout the day of all that pop culture stuff I love my whole life um, is all leading to this topic of the whole episode is polarity and duality and what does that all mean and what do I feel that it means in my own experience and this is from today. So, you know, I'm researching and I want to do this podcast but I don't want to post it yet because I have that feeling, right? So, I was like, maybe I should watch the movie Us. Like, where that song comes from. Because that song came out in 1995 by Luna Is, and it went platinum in, like, October. And around then is when the nodes of the moon, where the south node and Scorpio, north node, it was the same type of nodular, almost, um... I think it was April is when it started. So it's a little bit behind, but it's basically the same year. So, so I'm like, my skin's crawling. I'm so excited like to put this whole podcast together throughout the day in my head. But, you know, but it's just like, I can't do it because I kept feeling like there's more to this, how, what I'm trying to bring together. I record this, I am currently watching Jordan Peele's Us from 2019 on Hulu to explain how in my own personal birth chart and astrology 
in pop culture and movies and music that I've loved my whole life since I was could even remember is how spirit talks to me my intuition talks to me um so let's just start with a synopsis a little bit of the movie if you have seen it or not it's is a horror movie but it has so many like powerful messages in it like all his movies um especially with Candyman that I seen earlier the morning of this day you know what I mean before um this all happened that's why I wanted to go back to this movie before I finalize this podcast episode um so so much symbolism okay so at the beginning the first scene it's starts in 1986 on on the tv there's hands across america right bringing everyone together and that's what's happening right now we're trying to connect within so we can all connect together as one. Oh, there's that song. The trailers that he has, let me just say, the trailers that he has are amazing. And because he uses popular hit songs and puts a spin on them to fit the movie, like, for example, Candyman, his other, his newest movie, and then he's coming out with a movie this summer called Nope, which looks... I'm sure it's going to be really relatable, (laughs) but it draws you in. And that's how, when I was working earlier today, Ubering, and I was like, kind of like in my bitter shadow phase, that song came on, but it was remixed by an EDM group. Um, I instantly thought of this movie that I'm watching now, Us. And I was like, holy shit, hold the phone. I almost went through a stop sign. I like stopped and pulled over. And I was like, okay, so I saw Candyman early this morning. I took a nap, then started working. And this is the first delivery I did. And I was like, what is happening right now? Because if you, if you think of the movie Us that I seen in theaters in 2019, but this none of this stuff happened has been happening to me then. I mean, it could have been, but I wasn't connected to my intuition or something greater than myself or spirit in a sense. And it's whatever you feel comfortable with as you're going through your journey. I don't think it should be, this is the way you do things. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what religion has been. This is all about you to go through the healing the darker emotions the things that you forgot about or buried in your subconscious mind and that's what i'm processing now that's what i've been going through since the end of 2020 um interesting so there was a scene where a red frisbee lands on a blue circle i guess that's showing symbolism in our the differences between liberals and conservatives um 
But that's the thing. This, okay, so let me just get into the rest of this. So the movie is about this family goes on a vacation. So it starts in 1986. There's a little girl. She goes into a funhouse by herself and she sees herself in another person. It's the same person. And then it cuts to present day and this lady's all grown up. And she has a boy and a girl and her husband and they go to the beach. And this family at the at night on the first day shows up and it's exactly them. Doppelganger. You know what I mean? And when they intrude on the house, it scares them, obviously. I would be scared too. Um, and there's a story that hit so hard. So hard about what's currently going on with me personally on this journey. Um, the beginning of this week, there was the lunar eclipse, the shadow moon in Pluto. Or not Pluto. Scorp- well, I'm going to get into Pluto, but uh, in Scorpio, and that's in my first house. And in my first house of self, the mask that I wear, how everyone else sees me when I first meet them, until you get to know me personally. I have the planets, Pluto and Venus. So it's giving way more energy into that first house of myself. And like I said, in this astrology portion at the beginning of this episode, my chart is ruled by Mars and Pluto. And my favorite Disney character was Pluto. And like, you know, see how I'm putting connections from my whole life, especially when I was a child to what's happening now. And it just excites me every time because at first you question your faith, you question your sanity, you question everything because we've been conditioned so much to live a certain way in society and do this, do that, always going, going, going. But why are we so unhappy inside and fake it on the outside? Post pics on Instagram. We all do it. I'm guilty of it. I do it too. But there is moments where we post pics that we love that moment and that's what it should be all about communication and but now it's just to get likes and all sorts of stuff and because we want that love on the outside but the whole problem is is we are too afraid to go on the inside and i'm starting to do this because in the inside like this movie shows (laughs) is your shadow right your shadow your shadow work that a lot of us go through like i'm still gathering what my shadow is it's like a all those aspects that need to be 11 11s on the clock in the scene um like i said the ones which i've been seeing all day one 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 it's mean we are one so where i'm going with this though is the darkness, the shadow, and the light that we have in our true essence. I have the tingles right now as I'm talking. This is good because this means I'm, I still don't know if I'm, how, am I saying the right thing? Like, you know what I mean? But this is my 
my story, my journey. And if you can relate, amazing. If you still are unsure, that's fine too, because the the polarity, the duality is there's always going to be an opposite oppo- opposition, right? So like lightness or light, dark, but the shadow, like why is this happening to me today, right? So going, watching this movie, it brought up, like I started remembering what the movie was about. I literally thought that was like doppelgangers that live under, because at the beginning it says there's so many like hidden railway underground subsystems that, so what happens is, spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't seen it, but I have to tell about the end because I guess in the fun house, the two girls, they switch places. I don't know. I can't remember how, because I'm going to rewatch this to the end, but. So the shadow comes back for revenge <laughs> because she was supposed to be on like how we live on. Um, if you live in America, everyone, you know, everyone in the world, how we live. And she was like the underground girl that switched places. And the symbolism though, is her name is Adelaide. The woman that lives that switched places from below to above. And then at the end, you realize that it should have been her doppelganger, Red, that lived above. (laughs) So it's so wild, right? It's like the battle that I'm going through inside. This is what it's showing. The battle that I struggle with every day. Every single day. And you do too, I'm sure. Or you understand that you do and are working on yourself or you have no idea or what is he talking about? I understand because when this first happened to me, like putting it all together, it's just fireworks have been going off in my head and it all stemmed from this song. That wasn't even the song sang by the actual artist. It was just remixed when I was in my shadow self because all week the energy from the full moon, lunar eclipse, and Scorpio, it's sub- it's subsiding. However, some of us feel that energy more. You know what I mean? And it's just so wild. So this is the scene where she's talking about going to that boardwalk with her parents and getting lost, but she like, lies to her husband because the girl that she's seen, she's... I don't know. She's talking about the girl that she, her doppelganger that comes back. And the scene that's coming up that I remember, she comes in, that family comes in, they're doppelgangers. And the family that was in the cabin at, on vacation, um, the above, I'm going to call them the above people, are terrified because you're seeing your mirror image but there's something's wrong with them (laughs) something's really wrong with them so it's all about adelaide and the main like the main woman so her shadow self's called red 
Red, it seems like she can't breathe when she talks. And to explain this, if you've seen the first Harry Potter movie, Professor Quirrell at the end, he has Voldemort on the back of his head. You know how he's like coming to life, trying to talk, right? That's what's that battle inside. That shadow wants to win. The darkness wants to take over your light. In fear, scarcity, all those feelings that if you don't deal with, will end up taking over. So this movie's portraying doppelgangers, quote unquote, but like to show like the battle that we all each individually are going on with inside of us because we all have that shadow self. So when that family enters, she tells a story and it's about a girl who meets a a guy, aka the husband. But the shadow's tethered to the girl. So the shadow's tethered to like our true selves, our higher selves, like who we truly are under all the bullshit that this world's put onto us. And as you go through your journey, you, you let go and scrape away all that junk that's not you. And some people, it, it's all, you are only leveling up with yourself. No competition between anyone else. It's just all on your own timing when you came in here to this earth, incarnated. But this family, this lady talking, the shadow, quote unquote, red. They're like scary. <laughs> I didn't think it was that that scary when I seen it in theaters, but it's so much better now that it's making more sense to me. The deeper meaning, existential meaning, which I've been rewatching everything in my life, and there's so much more of a deeper meaning now that I'm going through this journey, and it gets me so excited because it's just the things I love the most are what has brought me to spirit, has brought me to the creator or the universe or God or whatever you believe in, you know, there's no limits. It's whatever you love from the beginning as a child, as an innocent. Um, so she tells a story. I'm going back to that, the scene. She tells a story about how the girl met, but her husband, but the shadow was just tethered to her, the husband shadow, right? Because the doppelganger quote unquote, because If you think about it, she stole her life by switching places in the funhouse. I forget how that happens, but it's like at the end of the movie. So it's like if you take... It's like the darkness inside wants to take full control of your life. So what I'm gathering from this movie is... So then she has a kid talks about how the girl had a kid in the story but the kid to the shadow or doppelganger red was awful she said i think i forget what the word is like she's too much and then she has a son the girl has a son a beautiful baby boy but the shadow says to the shadow you know red if you're following along <laughs> 
she had to cut him out of herself. So it's showing the darkness of the under, underground doppelganger people that live under the subway systems of America. Or, but the underlying meaning is... So the, the shadow or red's son is... His name's Pluto. <laughs> okay, his name is Pluto and he wears a mask. Listen, this is where it, this all becomes crazy. Like, for me especially, like, not crazy in a bad sense. It's, like, excitement. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? So, my ascendant sign is Scorpio, like, right in my first house. And Pluto is a planet placed in there. And Pluto is and Mars actually rule Scorpio. The ascendant is the mask that we wear. And finally doing this podcast, starting this podcast, how this is all perfectly timed. Nothing's perfect, but the universe, whoever, creator, whatever is, you know, with the, it's so immaculate that I'm just like blown away, literally blown away. And this is my personal placement natal chart. And some of you could have the same placements. I don't know, depending on what your natal chart is. But for me, it's like all week I've been in a, a lower state in when I'm in my not self, right? When I'm not in my energy, when I'm in that shadow phase. Um, I need to refocus my energy. And that song brought me back my energy to understand what spirit was saying to me. Because it speaks to me through, because since I'm building my intuition, it speaks to me through songs too and, and music and people. Um, amazing. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just like re going through everything from today. Amazing. But so the little boy tethered person, the above boys tether, tethered doppelganger, the little boy in the family, his name's Pluto and he wears a mask, but the little boy on the, in the above family, right? Wears a mask as well. So red or the the under shadow lady of the above lady said she had to cut the boy out of her. So it was very painful. And this lady's talking and she can't breathe. Like when she's talking, she's like suffocating. So it's that little voice in your head that is, it's that little voice that's, you're not good enough. You, you know what I mean? That shadow voice that... Almost like the, I don't see, I feel like the ego, everyone's trying to kill their ego, but I don't, in my personal opinion, during the, this process of this, I understand where it becomes not who you are through personal self gain, but it also gives you drive to your desires. So what I, during this like movie in like my own personal life, as I'm going through the shadow phase this whole week, and as this movie is per- portraying to me like what this is all means for everyone that goes through this, but I'm getting the clear picture through the things I love and how people that create these 
pieces of art like movies and music and books like are showing the underlying meaning of who we truly are under all that that stuff that's not us that we've gained since birth and it's it's wild how this all has come into play today like i'm still bewildered and not bamboozled is the word i love the most actually and i never get to use it so i'm using it today but i just oh and earlier in the episode i said to about um let's have a kiki like with alexander cooper from call her daddy like i was like how i imagined that you know what i mean like you know manifesting in my head like uh this lady's on the main cover of this movie us she's holding scissors and the people that sing it's the scissors sisters that sings let's have a kiki which i looked up that song after i recorded the uh podcast earlier today about how this morning that i was seeing um her interview with stas or stasi baby right and it's just so wild because technically so i'm a sagittarius sun sign so it's a fire sign and the polar opposite right is my the sign Gemini, which is the sun sign, right? We're in the Zodiac of Gemini right now. Um, I don't know if you can hear the shadow's voice. She's an amazing actor. Lupita, I, I can't pronounce her last name, but she's an amazing actress. Amazing. This movie's so much better now, too, that I'm, like, kind of putting... Now, this is, like, what I feel it's trying to portray. Um, but his movies have deep meaning, especially Candyman, too. But I don't want to get into that because that's more about fear, which that'll be an episode, I'm sure, whenever it comes to me of how I want to put it together. I think the Candyman aspect this morning, after I watched the Caller Daddy episode and when I was in the shower, and then I fell asleep towards the end of Candyman. But I've seen it in theaters, too. I love his movies. He's just so interesting and so creative and visionary. And it's just, I'm glad that I'm grateful for him and what he is trying to show society now. Because those movies really get, like, I remember movies more than my own reality sometimes. I know, I live in my imagination a lot. (laughs) But that's a good thing, right? You know, it's trying to find that balance. But the thing is, is with, like I said, with the polarity or the polarity of the Zodiac, because there's 12 signs. So my polar opposite is Gemini, like Stoss. And that was why you probably can hear the voice. There. Oh, she's going over the boy. She named him Pluto. He was born to love fire and I'm a fire sign. This is why I'm like tingling right now. Like what the hell is happening to me? But it's 
like I'm going through my feelings that I was too afraid to let go of. And that's what that shadow energy from Scorpio in my own self. Like that's how I could actually like wake up every day and just be grateful fully for life because those feelings being an emotional type is just, and that's what's happening to a lot of people that are the emotional types. Cause there's people that are not on the emotional types where they only show their emotions when they are re it's in a situation where they react to whatever the emotional is bringing to the table. And it's just so wild how it's all coming together in my own journey and as I relay the information of what I'm learning to whoever listens to this podcast, all of you, like, see if you can, to your own journey, is it, a, there's a, a correlation, you know, we all are unique in our own way, but some things are correlating to us as we connect. And during my journey, it's, you have to, it's not like to get rid of your shadow. It's more of like learning how to come together. Forgive, forgive yourself. And that's what I'm learning to do. And just become one because the, so duality as I'm learning by philosophers like I'm just reading information and what resonates with me and I'm gonna like explain kind of is it's perceived by man by the man's mind the concept of duality within of within so it's like a part of the whole of like polarity um just like how we are all parts of the whole universe or the universe is like we're focal points. I love that so much of just the creator watching, the observer watching. Oh. It's that aspect of like being just the audience, like how I am watching this movie. And that's why movies are so important and amazing because it's since I was young, we just have been observing like other people's lives even though it's all like it's not it's a story we're just observing looking with i don't know how to explain it but if you kind of can grasp like what, what what i'm trying to say but it's just so real for us you know what i mean so it's very hard to get into that that observing aspect The shadows are creepy. <laughs> but you have to show love to your shadow. And that's how the self-love aspect comes into play. Because as you start showing that inner love and going through those dark feelings, you come together as a whole and you release the things that aren't you to just make your light brighter because and this is this is my belief right i'm not preaching i'm not but as i'm explaining what's happening to me 
and what is happening to me. You get hard on yourself because you are doing the work, but then you fall back into the how you were before you started doing the work and you get hard on yourself like this is all bullshit this isn't real this is i'm crazy nobody likes me you're going but that's 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 not you speaking to you that's your that's shadow that you're letting win that darkness that you're letting inside win come together with that go through those dark feelings accept them and then let them go let those thoughts go And this movie literally like brought it all together just by that trailer that I love, that song, I got five on it. You know what I mean? Like, and I've been seeing fives, but not today, but I've been seeing ones because we all are one, right? And like 1111, that was on the clock in this movie. Um, The Bible versus Jeremiah 1111, which I haven't read that yet. Um, The Bible has really interesting stories. And there's truth in all religion, I I feel. Um, but I don't think it should be pressed upon like how it was for some of us when we were younger. You know what I mean? Like, this is the way. Everyone has their own way by which they're, it's their experience. And as you go within and heal those dark thoughts and emotions and stuff that has happened to you, make peace with it and forgive and it's a lifelong process. But I could like look back over the last two years and see the difference. And it's, and that's right there is just something to be proud of because all that stuff was buried. You know what I mean? It buried the light that we all have within. All that light that we have within, and this is my belief in this journey, is the creator or god or the universe it's all interchangeable just waiting for you to come connect but you have to you have to accept those dark parts of you and forgive those dark parts to get closer to that light to shine that light that you have within out to help other people around you because i read you know during this journey it was all first just knowledge guessing guessing like what what's happening i mean and we don't know 100 percent anything but for your own personal journey this is like what i'm coming to terms with my in myself is this is just like my experience but the stuff that i've loved my whole life is showing me that and it's the step like of connecting with my intuition as it grows stronger and daily and i feel like that's with everyone you know but and it all started in disney world when i was like three with pluto being my favorite you know what i mean and i didn't look up my natal chart until the end of 2020 when this awakening started happening like the big the big jump i call it because it's like that moment that i had where it just grew i've been growing stronger in it since then but it feels like lifetimes ago like time is like and like that's where when i hear other podcasters talk about shifting paradigms and all and all sorts of things i'm like what is that like like what does that feel like i think like for me that's what it feels like like stuff's getting erased but i feel like the stuff that's getting erased is the bad things that either you let go of without even realizing or that just weren't pertinent to your journey 
and connecting with my shadow and going through those feelings. And, you know, you do a lot driving for Uber, sitting with yourself in the car, especially if you drive a few hours. And it's just the way I like connect, like, and I'm in silence sometimes. Like I said, like when I, like doing the whole meditation thing, like where you're like cross-legged and holding your fingers, like an okay sign on you. I think it's so cute, but it's like not what I feel like is the way I would do it, but there's other ways. It's all uniquely based. There's no right way to do anything like in that to connect with yourself. You know, it's whatever you prefer. Even just watching movies, that's how I connect. You know what I mean? Like just, but my brain remembers things that it's like, why does it have this information? But music is very, in general, a good way to remember things, you know? So that's how I pulled that whole synopsis of this whole day. This all added up, right? With first starting with me in the shower, watching that episode with Stoss, not realizing that Gemini season was here. I knew it was coming like this week, but but Gemini season's big for me uh, personally. Um, I used to be afraid to express myself at all, but now as I get older, I'm doing that and just doing these podcasts right on, it's like right on time, according to my birth chart. If you like really dive deep into it. Um, I never got a birth chart reading. I just did certain apps that I've, I guess I did, but I like learned, I didn't have the person that did it explain it to me. So I kind of like just to gain knowledge first. And then when I get a good grasp on like what intuition is for me personally, same with you when you're going through this process. I'm like, hey, I remember reading that like a year ago. So I like, and now when I reread it, I get that tingle and that feeling to know that's truth to my journey. So final little couple minutes on this Us movie that I'm currently watching is the reason why the Shadow family, right, as above, so below, <laughs> the darker aspect she comes in with the scissors and goes to the lady, puts her like head on the slams her head on the shelf and is like, we've waited for this day so long. The untethering that's the darkness trying to take over. And that's just like a scene right there that is showing me like the true meaning of my own journey. But I feel like for others too, especially if you love these movies, I love horror movies, by the way, I don't know why I don't, I read somewhere or heard somewhere that it's like you could experience those like things that you would never do, but from a safe place, like to, to feel that, which, you know, we do have darker aspects and we're so afraid to admit that or like show that. But when you you choose the light though, at the end of the day, love. And when you're choosing hate and bitterness, for me, that's when I know I'm in my not self, my shadow self. But this talk, though, on what I was gathering, reading about polarity and duality, because it was I was like, something's off about those terms. And like, I had to research to see what felt right to me to explain to all of you. 
and like what I was like researching and found that like it's like about how the ego does not need the protection it seeks in separation it doesn't need creation of like great world struggle between good and evil to give it meaning it doesn't feel smarter superior or have been chosen as god's elite to give it self-worth meaning it's not it's it's all for self which this is the struggle that i face of that ego taking over and it can come at any second you know what i mean you never know if you fully are in control like i said you have no control of your life but of how you react to the things that happen in your life so are you going to react from a, an ego perspective or a a place of love and that's where this process like you know if you work on yourself you it's like practice practice makes perfect right quote unquote perfect you know but it's accepting those imperfections all oh, but it's it's we have to recognize that polarity is found everywhere and in everything and that polarity and duality are actually not the same the first which is polarity is a fact of existence and duality is only a perception of our minds and it's that fear that's so the next episode is going to be about fear. This is okay. So exactly. Okay. So that's the same. You know what I mean? I just like know through even speaking like this is a video or voice journal for me too. It's I'm healing through doing this and communicating what spirits trying to tell me out to all of you to see what you grasp from it and help you on your journey. But I just, something was off when I was trying to put this episode together about the main themes of like, and this human experience about duality, polarity. But the belief that I have is that we all are parts of the whole. Just like, so that duality within is just parts of the polarity of existence. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like weird to grasp. Like I'm still trying to grasp it, but it just, it makes sense in my head. <laughs> but um, it's a, it's a concept that I'm sure all of us have different thoughts about. And as we try to interpret the meaning of existence, I was wondering why it took me two days to post this podcast episode because i feel like i didn't get all of the pieces of the puzzle about what i was trying to explain in my journey it was just like this feeling that i shouldn't post yet like don't do it yet because i wanted to do it right after like the incident hearing that song ubering happened but I love the kids in this movie. They're so funny. <laughs> um, they like literally, I mean, I know it's a movie, but you know, you, you come in when you have to be, when you're in danger, you see something strong in you. I can tell that just in reality, 
in itself. Um, but what happened early this morning when I was Uber driving, because you make more money on Saturdays nights into Sunday morning, like late night, because, you know, people coming drunk from the bar, they want Uber Eats, and so I don't mind working. Because um, I'm just, I want to be social, but I still am working on myself to be out there, back into my, like, integrate, I guess. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I crave deep conversations. But I also love that socializing aspect about whatever you know what I mean everyone's different in their social experience experiences and interactions but back on that duality is a perception of man information that I resonate with and feel deeply it's just wild how I'm putting this stuff together in my own mind um, like I always have this feeling that we've always been with whoever created us and it doesn't have to be from a religious aspect because a lot of people instantly shut down their mind having an open mind towards beliefs and all that stuff and I understand totally because I kind of like ignored it and put it behind me you know what I mean think it would just go away but it comes when your soul is ready <laughs> honestly like I said in like the first episode of this podcast it really does um and it just intrigues me and like it's this has been something that I've been like waiting for I like I'm I don't know what my purpose is fully but your life on your like you're living your life you it, it's pieces right parts of the whole parts of the whole moments like putting those moments together makes a life and the what i feel the spiritual realm sees right they don't see time like we feel that dense time here it's like that live photo or if you like look at a video on your camera roll especially with an iphone it's those little splices of the video those moments that we have as one like put together as one moment like one life parts of the whole i'm a part of the whole you are a part of the whole and then if, even if you look i remember um, it was like October 20. See, I, my memory like pulls. <laughs> it was October of 2021. 20, so I was still working at the Abbey. Um, I was still working at the Abbey and I left there. And the day before Thanksgiving, um, it was like a mutual let go because of that incident of, I don't even want to get into that, but it's in like the last episode or something <laughs> um, about that guy just like being very, I felt his energy of disrespect. It was and it's, I can't, we can't prove that though. Like, you know what I mean? But I felt like I had to say something <laughs> just to, cause I, as a server, I just felt like I had to be a subordinate to not subordinate, but like, I guess like 
to everyone I was waiting on because they were tipping me. And and my employer in Pennsylvania, they only pay $2.83 an hour. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? No. Like, this isn't how this is going. I don't even like that. I don't even like going to restaurants really anymore because I don't need someone waiting on me. Like, I'm not that type of person. Even if I had... I was a billionaire. I couldn't have maids and stuff. Like, get out of my house. Like, I don't... Like, yeah, I understand they have assistants and all this stuff. But, like, no. I can't. I, I just... No. <laughs> I mean, I know it creates jobs for people and stuff. But I want people to open up their minds themselves to get what they really want. And not just, like, okay, and live in that loop of, like, doing that thing that they don't really want to be doing. Um, but... So I was driving from Sheets. Okay, I keep getting off track from the story. I was driving from Sheets, delivering that Uber. It was like 3.30 in the morning. The moon was like like a half moon. I never seen it look like that ever in my life. It looked like almost like a different, we're like in a different planet. Like it's just really weird. Amazing though. And I was like in my element and I just, I connected more with spirit. And from the article that I was reading, it was about how our minds have put on the blinders like our intellect put on has put on the blinders and separated us from god or the creator or our, our light and um okay i'm tingling again the song gets me like hype um because this is what happened last like earlier this morning only human intellect slash ego with its free will can even conceive the concept of separation from God from the creator from the universe I'm only saying this because everyone has their own word you know what I mean for what they believe in and I'm just being respectful because I like hearing other people's beliefs because or thoughts because it makes the world colorful. It makes, it's, I think everyone's truths are truth. You know what I mean? It's their experience. We are parts of the whole. Just like if you look at your human body, your body parts are of the whole being. If you look at a car even, it's in like stuff that's like material or like not alive. Everything ecosystems it's just the universe god the creator of all things he just is the observer behind that blinder and the more you accept and forgive yourself that dark side of you you have to you have to understand that he does i'm not saying like this is what he knows i'm you know what i mean like I'm just saying that, and it's it's not even a he. It's just, you know, there's no, there's no like, gender assigned to, and it's so weird because I put another rationalization together in my head. I'm just going to throw it out there about, th- like, the pronouns, like, they, them. Think about the, like, polarity or duality Duality is a perception of man, but why are we, why is it just a man and a woman? You know what I mean? 
Like if you look at energy, you wouldn't have a balance of the masculine and feminine energy. So why can't they be them they? You know what I mean? Like why is it against other people for that? If you want to appear on the outside how you feel on the inside, more power to you. I think that's amazing. That's that's bravery. That's especially in this world because you know, as we start connecting with ourselves as humans to connect back together as one, I feel like that power and that bravery that you have, that self-worth that you're giving yourself is respected to the utmost respect. Amazing. Like I just, I feel like I get so, I'm so happy for them for sure. I'm happy for myself too, for coming to terms with who I am, you know, accepting that. And I'm still learning who I am, you know? Um, Just wild. Like, and now that I'm connecting more with my intuition, I started going through memories, especially in high school and stuff, of where people have hurt me, especially bullying and stuff. And I changed the whole narrative in the memory. And I'm trying right now to go back to that bad feeling, and I can't. It's just the memory that I changed in my own head. Because it's all in our minds. So I went back... After this happened, like, this is the wildest thing that's ever happened. And this is the reason why I had a feeling not to post this podcast until now. Be- because I needed, it was like a two-day two day bender of, like, experience with information that was true to me and my truth. But I go back to that podcast and someone that, like, really, like, kind of like made high school hell for me i changed the narrative that we hugged and were friends and i try to go back to that feeling of darkness and i can't with that particular memory now i don't know if that's what it is for me to let go of something that was dark in my head that i kept holding on to you know and kept because i have a problem with letting go i really do it's like it's strong i'm stubborn I'm really stubborn. Um, But I don't know. As my life goes on and I do the work, you know, healing is a lifelong process. I fully agree with that. Um, But it's it's weird. I'm trying to go back to that memory and I can't. Um, And I slept too. I feel like every time I go to sleep, I wake up back into that. Because I was feeling so good last night before I went to bed of just listening to that music, hearing that calm voice saying, you're okay. I am always with you. I love you. It's, it's, it's fainter today. Like when I try to connect, but it's like a process, right? It's a process. You know, you have to fully believe it in your heart as well. And deconditioning this deconditioning process it's like changing it's like i'm born as an adult in this like i said i think before about how being i'm in the same body but this is like my second life because i'm parenting myself and i'm not listening to society or any of the bullshit that i disagree with but i'm keeping an open mind to other people's beliefs and knowing what's true to me and that's what everyone should do for themselves and i feel like if we do that It'll just, we'll change paradigms. We'll change humanity in a good way. Um, And I believe that's what our generation's here to do, to bridge the gap.
And starting with the concepts of polarity and duality, it's like every Gemini that I've met since I'm a Sagittarius son, I just fuck with heavy because, and they fuck with me heavy. And a lot of people give Geminis a bad rap because they're quote unquote two-faced sign because it's twins. But two Geminis have helped me through this process actually at random times. And the one worked at the Abbey in the March of 2021 when I came back because I like got laid off because of COVID in the winter in Pittsburgh of the end of 2020 when this started happening to me and all the way until March. And then she was the new manager because there was three managers and no one really liked her, I guess. Like the managers didn't like her, but I did. Well, first of all, her name is Hope and I live on Hope Road and that this is my podcast now. And she saw how like I was having a hard time with this because of serving. I was overwhelmed. I was didn't know what this was for me. And she's like, you should be a motivational speaker. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? I was like, do you see what's happening to me? But I have to go through all of that shit since birth. That was negative to me into in general, the bullying, the financial difficulties that I'm still going through all that stuff. To take that darkness, the dark parts about me, and combine it with the light to inspire other people that are on that road that's, they're struggling, you know? And when I connect with spirituality, it's like, just like learning different things about it, like different avenues into it, especially with the taboo topics. I get so excited. So I've stumbled upon the topic of a vertex of your astrological birth chart. And I remember reading about it, like I said, but this time I got that feeling again, you know, that's true to me. And so Gemini is in my eighth house. And it's my sister sign because my, I have no planets in it though. It's just the normal energy that it brings. And right now Mercury is retrograde. Well, today it moved into Taurus. But it was in Gemini Mer Mercury retrograde. So when it retrogrades, it goes back into the sign. You know, it's kind of confusing with the retrograde because I don't really connection like connection wise to like electronics and stuff has been really weird this week. And that's like the first time I was aware of it. But I don't really fear Mercury retrograde like other people do. Um, there's way more in depth astrology that gives me anxiety. Like those eclipses were giving me anxiety for before they happened, but. I had to go through what I went through, that anger release, going to memories that have hurt me, you know, confronting that darkness, you know, it's different for everyone too, I'm sure, but I'm just giving my experience of what's been happening all week. Um, so Gemini is my vertex. Now, the information I gathered about what is a vertex of a birth chart. So there's, there's like a two, eight line, like, cause there's 12 houses. So there's like six vertexes, right? Yeah. So, but my vertex falls in the eighth house of Gemini and we're in Gemini season, right? And Gemini is my moon technically with a progressive birth chart, which is like the, my current birth chart. If, you know, it's like your sun and your moon move throughout your life. 
And with the vertex, though, being in Gemini, all right, I was like, what does this mean? So what resonated with me and what I've learned, because I'm not a licensed astrologist or any type of numerologist, nothing like I don't have a certificate or anything. This is all the information that I have gotten and has proved from a logical perspective and I applied it to my actual experience and it's so wild so this scene is very interesting sorry I'm like re-watching the end of us because I just don't understand it oh okay I don't know sorry little little got little sidetrack there um but the point of all vertex contacts is to reveal to ourselves and this is coming from a perspective that's higher and deeper than ordinary conscious awareness so in a way the vertex is beyond the nodes like i said the nodes are everything no no bro we're going further down this rabbit hole like what I was screaming. I literally messaged my friend Nicole, who's, she loves astrology too. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I can't really express it like how I should be over text. Like I want to see them. I want to just, but I talk about them in it in person. That's something I need to work on. And I think with this podcasting at first, it's going to be practice for like, if I do speak to people in person, you know what I mean? Um. So... And what did I say? I was talking in my mind or my head to that calm voice, the watcher of, or the observer of that light, you know, the father, the, what, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it was just like so real and I felt so warm and loved and it's what I want to feel here, but I had to feel, I have to feel those deep, deep, lower emotions, the depths and the, the high ones to, to understand the waves of all human emotions to help others that or that struggle. Cause I've struggled too, but I'm the type that doesn't ask for help and I'm learning how to do that, which is impossible for me, <laughs> but it's not, it's possible. I just need to get over that stubborn factor or the fears of what the future holds if I ask for help like I've heard like you heard it all your life like the worst they could say is no but I get grief attached and that's something I need to work on from past memories of grief attached to and I feel like out of place when I ask for help but the vertex unveils the watcher in us, like I said, the one who knows, the one who is beyond the conscious self. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, I'm like, what? So I also read that it's like a destiny point, right? So, okay, a destiny point. Cause we always want to know if we're on the right path and like, I'd crave it. I want to know too. I want to, you know, do the best that I can in this life that I have. And I think that's admirable for everyone. I know you, everyone feels like it's like a perfect thing. Like you just want to, but I think we all should want to 
know our purpose and do what we came here for even if we can't remember you know i think that was the 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 comedy of life like the game of life if life were a movie like you've heard it in songs and stuff is not knowing who we are because as you continue your life you learn who you are so by the end you know who you are and it's like it's so wild how i don't know how my astrological chart has proven this to me based on my planet placements and by the and also by like what resonated with me my truth like because there's so many branches of astrology and i'm not kidding there's so many branches of astrology however so the moon when this was happening was in aquarius and it's transferring or moving into pisces in vedic astrology my moon's in aquarius um like i said the planet placements are different in that so it's like this thing like i want to compare and contrast but that's just like putting more and more like so i need to create that boundary of like just go with the flow it's like it's hard to like remember all to do all these things in the moment but i feel like as you practice you'll get you get the hang of it um but the vertex was important because i'm just connecting more with the light rather than the dark and just by like i literally in my own imagination just i got to a moment where i was like listen i was like in my head i was like listen and i'm like talking to like not so much the inner child i don't know who what it was it was like the shadow side and i was like listen because right this is this is why scorpio came in that shadow moon came in and i'm sure some of you are going through the same um situation um especially if you're south node if the south node is in scorpio in your first house so you would have to be, I guess, a Scorpio ascendant. You basically would have to say have the same birth chart as me. <laughs> like, in the house-wise. Like, your first house, Scorpio. Your last house, um, Libra. But this has just happened to me. So, like, even if... Like, what's in 18 months? The house of self or first house would be South Node and Libra. So, you're, if you're Libra rising, like... I feel like you're being called up to the plate, honestly, to go get that big uh, release, like, of the shadow self, you know what I mean? Like, to bring it into balance, that, you know, that polarity, just bring it all together, you know what I mean? To accept the darkness, you know? Bring it to the light. And a lot of these topics that are modalities that I love to learn about, all stem from the same thing like the purpose more of a soul purpose or rather than a career aspect but i like i said i feel like my career is tied into my soul purpose and the more i learn about like when i know i'm in my flow and my energy and it's like that practice of knowing like bringing into your awareness like just it, you become natural at it i'm sure like and i feel like it's it's starting for me but having my vertex in the eighth house in Gemini, 
it's weird because I started this podcast in Taurus season. So it was about to be Gemini season. Um, and I think Mercury was in Taurus because it's back in Taurus now. So it's retrograde. Then I think it'll go back into Gemini because I think June 3rd or June 10th, the retrograde's over. But last night there was a Kazemi, which is like this cool term that I don't know, it sounds like fancy. Um, just for one day, like things would go right with Mercury retrograde. Cause you know how like technology stuff, the Uber app has been really weird. And I'm like, what the hell? This is actually like real type shit. Like, um, but when Mercury is in Gemini, technically from April 29th to May 22, but retrograde May 10th to June 3rd. So today it started to retrograde back. So it, you know, it was in Gemini, which is my eighth house. So the beginning of April, I started this podcast April 23rd. Took two weeks off during the shadow phase because I didn't know what was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to speak of next, you know, because I'm trying to kind of just going with it. But it's just wild. And now it's entered back into Taurus. So... Like, Taurus is my seventh house, which is tied to my first house, right? Back in that, those nudes are right there, the now, too. So, like, the north nodes in Taurus in my chart, um, according to today's, like, progression. Um, for you, it's it could be different. You have to get your natal chart to understand that. But reading that, that the vertex is deeper than the nodes, like, what? <laughs> is there more? Like... See, that's I swear I need to slow down because I kind of want to keep going. But it's working for me. So to get that full self-love that I've been craving, you know, that we all have been craving. We want to be at peace. We want to be happy. We want to bring heaven on earth, you know. And um, so today, the 22nd of May, it is. It's my monthly lunar return. So that's why I've kind of was like feeling weird this morning. I was sleepy all day. Um, I'm just like kind of just treating myself, but I wanted to speak and wrap up this podcast because of the past few days events. Because it all goes with my process of starting a deeper connection with my shadow self to understand that how to forgive my shadow self and by able to rewriting those memories that just float in your mind that they don't exist anymore and you know that'll help me live more in the present that's the miracle living in the present just like presents at christmas why are they called presents probably to tie in with this notion of living in the present um, having a vertex in my eighth house of Gemini. Okay, what does that mean? So for me, it's my ability to communicate is very necessary. And, and it's important aspect of who I truly am. It's using logic and facts to create arguments. 
to come up with ideas to express them. And that's what will help me gain my confidence that I to speak up for myself. Because my whole life, if you just look at my whole life, being bullied, being gay, being emotionally neglected, stunted by people I loved in my life. And it, it, ha- it was necessary for this moment. So that Kazemi moment last, you know, last night into this morning, the moment when Mercury retrograde was from Gemini of my eighth house, and now it's in Taurus of my seventh house. Isn't it crazy how this is all adding up? Like, insane. Of these, like, similarities, parallels, they're all connecting. All the parts are becoming whole. The eighth house is where the vertex is, and in my birth chart, Gemini rules that house. In the normal zodiac year, from houses 1 to 12, the eighth house is Scorpio, and that's my ascendant, and that is my first house isn't that crazy so what is the eighth house it's the house of sex and death (laughs) but it could be they say that it could be how you die but we don't know nobody knows when they're gonna die but it's like transformational death right what has has happened to me what has what has happened to me with that shadow combining like connecting with the shadow self self yesterday for sure into this morning um there's it's like almost faded like this is like you know it is especially in my own journey it also rules stuff like the occult sexuality inheritances um, but having Gemini in there, it's like about communication and Mercury was retrograded last yesterday in Gemini and that's in my eighth house, but now it's today it's in Taurus in my seventh house. Um, it's just so wild. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's really wild how I'm like putting it together, but I'm trying to be like on time with communicating the information to you folks and to myself. I mean, this podcast is helping me communicate better in practice, communicating in general. Like I said, it's like the first stepping stone of my fully expressing myself. And I used to be afraid to even talk. I don't want people hearing my voice. But why? Why Why is that a thing? Because the more I accept and love myself, the more I don't care what other people think. But I'm also trying to portray the information for people that are interested and need the help in their own journey at a slower and more effective rate than when I'm in person going from one topic to the next, like I still kind of do it in on these episodes, but I mean, I'm, I try to do it slow enough for you to follow for those that are like, why is he talking so fast or what, what is he saying? Because we all have different learning abilities and we all 
communicate our thoughts and the information that's true to us in different ways. So to sum up this episode, it was tying into the terms of duality, polarity, as above, so below, within, without, polar opposites, you know, and how it ties into my own natal birth chart and my own experience, especially with all week it's been that shadow moon energy in my first house of self, that release, that forgiveness, and how it ties into pop culture and all the things that I love and the stuff that our generation obsesses over too, like, you know, everyone and how I see it in that art in creation. And the funniest thing is if you look at the word me, And flip it upside down. The M. <laughs> flip the M upside down. It's we. So it's like that ego, that body part, or that human, if you want to look at it that way, into we, like connect, connection. We lost connection with ourselves, with the creator, with the light and each other and the way back is to connect with ourself our true self to help others connect with their true selves to get back to we instead of just me and it's a process and this has just been a huge revelation in my own journey that i'm sharing with all of you over the past this whole week Amazing, right? And if you are struggling to connect or find your way, be patient with yourself because trust me, I'm impatient still, but it comes to you in divine timing. And I'm seeing that as to be more of truth to myself as I go on this journey. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hope on Road. Never miss an episode by subscribing. And don't forget to follow at Hope on Road on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.